Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And Larry, I think we got you on the phone down there still. Oh, yeah, I'm here, Stuart. Okay. Uh, before we get rolling, just a little housekeeping note. Don't forget to uh, join our Night uh, Night Shadows membership. There's a free side. It's loaded with all kinds of stuff that Patty puts up there. And there is also the payment side, which is nine ninety five, where you get a whole bunch of more stuff, PDFs, reports, videos, etc., etc. Anyway, uh, people have no idea what they're missing um, by not joining and even if you don't want to spend any money, the free side, you get plenty of stuff, too. Anyway, uh, why don't we start off with this one. Robin Bullock, evidently, is a prophetic type of fellow. And uh, I beheld Satan as Barack Obama in a powerful uh, video message that he gives. And along those lines, I had a friend of mine, <clears throat> and he wrote a book called Thunder and Lightning, The Road to Perdition. And it's about a lot of things, but it focuses on Barack Obama. And uh, I had a vision about Barack Obama, which I'll never forget. I was preaching prophecy, and door opens, and in walks Barack Obama. Big smile on his face, and he walks over to me. And I said to him, you know you're Lucifer, don't you? And he said, yes, I know. And that was when the dream ended. I was preaching prophecy somewhere, Latter-day prophecy, and I'll never forget the vision. I can't tell anybody it came from the Lord. Uh, Might have just been my own imagination, but it was quite vivid. And uh, I never did forget it. And uh, here we are, coming up on August 4th, will be Barack Obama's uh, birthday. And uh, seven days later, of course, is Tubiav, the great love feast, Valentine's Day for Israel. We're coming up also tomorrow will be the 11th, and Sunday is the 12th. There are a number of people now who are saying that is the correct Pentecost date, and uh, Steve Fletcher did some research, a lot actually, but I'm only going to cover a little bit of it, where he says, and this is very, very fascinating to me, that they went into the uh, Mayan calendar. You may remember December 21st, 2012, that everybody was uh, hyping up that was the end of the world. Well, it wasn't the end of the world. It was the end of that particular cycle for them. But anyway, uh, today, uh, on the 12th, Sunday, will be on the Mayan calendar, 13 
and then one uh one nine nine eleven so anyway that's kind of interesting isn't it that the Mayan calendar would be talking about rebellion on the 12th and also a 911 which is a warning 911 so does it mean anything and then we have the fellow who's uh, been hyping up the uh, 15th and he's got a star chart uh, along with all kinds of stuff about the Great Pyramids and the number 153. And uh, from the star sign to uh, June 15th is exactly 1,726 days. Well, 726 is the number in Strong's for Hapazo which means a violent snatching away of the thief in the night of Jesus Christ taking back his church and closing down the church age. So it's amazing to me that 1,726 in Strong's actually means to stand before, basically, the Son of Man. You'll find that in Luke where Jesus said, pray always that you be worthy to escape all these things that are to come upon the the earth. And, of course, he's talking about escaping the hour of trial and the, uh, the Daniel 70th week. And, of course, most people just don't believe that. They don't believe there is a pre-trib or at-trib or just slightly into the tribulation rapture event. They think it goes all the way through, at least to the middle of the tribulation. And they present their arguments, and some of them appear to be valid, so there's a lot of argument. And I always come back to the same thing. Jesus knows when he's coming, and we are simply to occupy until that occurs. And when it occurs, we're not going to care because we're going to go stand before the Son of Man. However, Jesus did say, watch. And what I say unto all, or what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. There's a blessing for watching and for speculating. So anyway, uh, it's going to be very, very interesting from tonight forward, I think, all the way through the end of June, and if nothing occurs, then we go into uh, probably to be of, which is on August 11th. And if nothing occurs, then we go to a Feast of Trumpets, and we enter into probably Daniel's 70th week. We don't know for sure, but that's what it looks like. And we do also have to remember that <clears throat> the Book of Enoch says our calendars are off. and We don't know exactly how far off that means. But there are so many signs, and uh, as Steve Fletcher also pointed out, uh, tomorrow, the 11th, is the one-year anniversary of Jonah. You might remember the guy off, I think it was Cape Cod, uh, who got swallowed by a whale and uh, was spit out. He had to go to the hospital, and uh, there were some witnesses that evidently saw all that. 
And uh, <clears throat> why the sign of Jonah last year? And then we had another sign of Jonah a little couple days later of this boy that was in, you may remember, the building that collapsed down there in Miami. And he got trapped in the rubble. And they they found him, and he escaped. His name was Jonah. That's not by accident. None of that stuff is by accident. Then we had the writing on the wall. Uh twice and then we had Barack Hussein Obama and his 666 666 twice that was all 2021 back in 2015 seven years ago seven day warning seven year warning uh, we had all kinds of things and the biggest one that most people didn't see was Comet Lovejoy Kiss the Sun Came in as one comet, left as a whole group. And, uh, of course, Kiss the Sun is Psalm 2. And it was a warning to the rich men of the earth. But I also think it was a warning to the world, enter ye in, and uh, they won't do it. I wrote a blog about it. Um, Global Offering or whatever, and uh, global refusal. The whole world has basically refused Jesus Christ and his offer, and that includes the entire, basically the entire Christian church of all denominations. They have refused it, his offer. And it was a command, enter you in, and they won't do it. Anyway, I got a couple of, what do you, what do you got, Larry, you want to start with? I got a couple of prophecies that are kind of interesting. But what if you got? Well, I was going to mention, and by the way, I did a lot of research today, so I didn't get a blog out for people that watch for my blog. And thank you, people, for watching and caring. And I'll try to get one out tomorrow, even on Saturday. It don't bother me none. And uh, I was going to just mention, though, as you were sharing there, how that, uh, you know, we remain. there's a very interesting word that the Lord uses, and he, call, he he really commands us to occupy. Yes, he does. And what I what, what I wanted to remind people tonight, and and place in their minds while we're doing all this waiting, is that the Lord's occupy is not passive; it's active. So we need to be active. And as a matter of fact, I I'm not telling you people anything that I'm not doing every day. I can assure you, I fight terrible battles, and uh, my armor's so bent and beat up sometimes when I go to bed, you can't even prop it up. It, it'll roll over, but that doesn't matter. The next day, I get up and I go to war again, and, and you know, for the Satans, for the Satans and the Lucifers and the Brack Obamas and all those others out there, it's a nightmare for them to understand every day that I wake up. Now, maybe tomorrow I don't wake up, but if the Lord chooses that I do, I will wake up fighting. I will wake up occupying actively. Yep. Amen to that. Uh, there's too many pew sitters, and uh, they don't, they aren't active. And it's just too bad uh, that we're in a state of affairs. But that's what apostasy does. There's so much confusion in the land of Babylon the Great. America, and they don't, most people can't even stomach the thought 
that America could be possibly in the scriptures for the last days, and it could be Babylon the Great. They just reject it out of hand. Well, if America is not Babylon, when you go through all of the descriptions that God gives us about Babylon, then who is it? Well, they come up with all kinds. Well, it's Rome. It can't possibly be Rome. Rome doesn't even fill 20% of what the Bible talks about. Uh, well, it's old. It's Israel. No, it's not Israel. Doesn't and it's old Iraq. It's Iran and Iraq. That's old Babylon and in Iraq, and that doesn't fulfill any of the prophecies either. It's America, whether people like it or not. And the prophecies against the United States are coming true with 100% accuracy, just as they always will when you understand the prophecies of the Bible. I think it's just a matter of we don't want America to be Babylon, therefore she is not Babylon. And I've run into that over and over and over again. And a refusal to face the awfulness and the horrific future that is now coming is because of this. It's a refusal to face Scripture. And they just won't do it. Anyway, you will see, this is a prophecy, you see the economic collapse will start to take place in Europe. This is a little bit different than David Wilkinson. Then it will spread across the Atlantic Ocean to the United States, East Coast, Midwest, which will trigger civil unrest. With total civil unrest throughout the nation, they will have to call martial law. The United States military will be the peacekeepers. All government troops will have to come back to bring law and order. The natural disasters that will hit the nation will be cataclysmic. During this period of time with the natural disasters is when the invading armies of Russia, China, and 15 other invading armies will hit the nation at one time, and they will sack the nation. They will take no prisoners. Well, that means you're going to be shot. And I would believe that the U.N. will come in almost immediately with their U.N. Peace, so-called peacekeeping troops. And uh, that's what they will pose as. Anyway, he says, and I'm skipping some of this, a long prophecy. The nation is found guilty of sorcery and witchcraft at the highest level. Well, the Bible agrees with that, Revelation 18:23, For the day, time, an hour has now been set in stone, and there will be no reprieve for the United States of America. For in one hour all of your plagues shall come upon you, pestilence, war, famine, earthquakes, firestorms. The outcry of the American people is going to be great. You have been given an opportunity to repent. <laughs> they were given the opportunity they didn't do it. Uh, so this is what he says. You have been given op ample opportunity to repent. I would say that was the Trump years. And turn from your wicked ways. And you all said, we will not. So when these things come, you will cry out to the Lord, but he will not hear you. You find that in the Old Testament. Anyway, skipping again. We are going into total economic crash, 
and a Great Depression, the likes which have never, ever come upon this earth. This is God's justice. For every evil thing that befalls man, 90% of the time it's self-inflicted. Then he talks about the Nazis' Third Reich, and now it's the Fourth Reich is coming into power right before your eyes. The Fourth Beast, World Communism, has now come into play. Well, it's a combination of communism and Fabian socialism and um, fascism and who knows, all the evil things they can think of is what's coming. Anyway, then he had a vision of a nuclear weapon. I saw a nuclear attack on a coastal U.S. city. I could not see any landmarks that would tell me what city or even what coastline it was on. But a couple days later, I had a dream, and I was brought high above New York City, and it was nothing but fire and destruction. An angel told me the nuclear bomb that you saw was a coastal city, interesting nuclear bomb, and coastal city was New York. Remember what Putin has been saying about, I will take out those uh, with my Saturn twos. I will take out the decision-making centers. It's all starting to come together. Anyway, as I woke up, I turned on the news. I saw that New York had voted to perform abortions all the way up to birth. Then the World Trade Center and the Empire State Building is lit up pink to celebrate abortions. It's all a harbinger all over again. We have not learned any lessons. Then he talks about, I'm skipping, first a series of volcanoes erupted, causing great damage, followed by three major earthquakes along the west and northwest coast. After that, I saw great tsunamis destroying major U.S. cities. These disasters resulted in widespread civil breakdown, rioting, and looting followed by the declaration of martial law. So it's kind of a repeat of what this other guy saw. His pastors were, then he says, the most disturbing sight was pastors were dragged out of their homes and places of worship with blood covering their faces from being beaten. Angry mobs were shouting, kill them. There arose a government-controlled church where only state-approved doctrine was taught, sounds like China, where the true church was driven underground into small home meetings. And at these meetings, someone had to be on guard at all times to avoid discovery. The vision ended with the people lined up for what seemed like miles just to obtain the basic needs of survival. Then he had a third vision. I heard wailing and screams coming from the large cities. The cities were in rubble, looking like ghost towns in the dead of winter. The few people who were wandering about all had on gas masks. As I looked up at the gray, forbidding skies, I heard the voice of the Lord proclaim, This is judgment, like Sodom and Gomorrah and the plagues on Egypt, and so it will be for America saith the Lord. And another vision, black cube 
and jihad in the United States. Um, the vision. I saw a large, shiny black cube floating in outer space darkness. It was tipped at a 45-degree angle with the entire cube on one point, pointing at a southwest direction. I saw many small green lights, like dots, also floating near that southwest point of the black cube. And I asked the Lord, well, what is that? He said, Jihad will kill millions in your country. Pray they will call on my name in the day of trouble. So anyway, kind of interesting. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, I was thinking as you you were sharing some of that, and and oddly enough, you know, and we know where all this seems to be going. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Hagman just had on a really interesting show. Uh, they're coming for your guns, and well, all you got to do is look at the news, and you can tell what they're planning. And, and it's all of Washington. Uh, it's not at all, you know, it's not just Biden. It's all of Congress, it appears, doing the very same thing. And, the, and the, you know, like Jim Jordan or a few of the others, uh, they're trying to warn. But this is pretty solidified. This is solidified evil in Washington, D.C., and I, mm-hmm. I drug out the book the other day by Stephen Koontz, Liberty's Last Stand. I was rereading that, and I stumbled across something really interesting here because uh, in this book, of course, uh, Texas secedes from the Union, and oddly enough, the character in the book by Stephen Koontz, Barry Satoro, it's odd that we'd start the show with Barack Obama, but in this book, Barry Satoro's sends the military to attack uh, Austin and then attack Texas. And he had a problem with some of his uh, armored people. And this is what, uh, this is. I'm just reading from the book. It says the men and women of the first armored were soldiers, damn good ones too, not KGB or Gestapo or brown shirts or FEMA or homeland thugs. We're soldiers, sir, the division sergeant major told the general now by the way of explanation, although without context, the general thought the comment inane. And he said, your men, your soldiers, they will not fight Texans. They refuse to serve in Barry Satoro's army. Now, of course, that's not prophecy. I just read that from a fiction novel. But uh, as, as you were reading that, Stuart, I began to kind of remember again Anton Johansson's very strange word where he says Jesus himself came to him and told him about the Second Civil War and certain states would leave the United States of America. Now, and here's my question to you, Stuart, and you probably can't answer it, and right at the moment neither can I, but the question nevertheless still stands. If certain states leave the United States of America... Will there be a differentiation between them and the United States of America? Some of the prophecies could come to pass, and some areas left undestroyed, while other areas are devastated as far as the eye can see. I don't know, but I'm just saying, uh, that's a question. Well, it is. Uh, and who, who knows? 
uh, how the Lord feels about, you know, the, the patriots. I mean, we have let this nation slide into where it is now without resistance. And it seems like the people just of all the states, although there's a lot of rhetoric going on against it, there has not been any real resistance. We do know it's coming. Ruler against ruler. It's right there in Jeremiah against America. America breaks up, and it is ruler against ruler. But if you read the rest of it, right after that or sometime during that, the United States is basically destroyed. And uh, we'll just have to see how that is. But it's a good point. Are the breakaway states, the breakaway uh, areas exempt for a while? Does God just wink at them while he's destroying the communist hordes that have infiltrated the United States of America? And, of course, if you go into the protocols of the elders of Zion, Sion, actually, S-I-O-N, not Z-I-O-N, you will find uh, where all of this is well mapped out, and this is what they want to have happen. What they're doing is they're pushing the American people what they hope to be is an uprising. I'm not so sure it's going to be an uprising because of politics, more than it is going to be because people like Black Lives Matter, Antifa, uh, are paid by somebody like George Soros to get up off the couch and go out and destroy buildings. Or it's food riots, which I think are probably coming. Uh, it, so we don't really know. And a lot of the governors, like you were saying, they're not going to put up with this from Washington. They're going to break away from Washington. And I believe that there will be clusters of states that form these uh, districts. And uh, it will be ruler against ruler. It may well be military against military. It may be governor's uh, uh, forces against uh, the government military. In other words, the National Guards would be fighting the... uh, we, we don't know. We're going to have to watch and see how this happens. But I can tell you one thing. With all the headlines I've collected, we're heading into trouble, folks. There's no way around it. And if you haven't prepared for food and water and uh, figured out what you're going to do, you're going to be in a world of hurt. You have to have a game plan. And uh, this is not – it's going to fall into lawlessness, total lawlessness. I believe. What do you think, Larry? How's this going to go down, anyway? Well, one of the interesting things is the fact that, basically, the American people simply should know already. I mean, we're already at the point where if you dial 911, and and I just saw news reports today from certain police departments and sheriff's departments, unless it's a violent crime in, in active motion, they don't even go out anymore. You just have to phone it in and give it to the police on the phone because they don't. Have, they can't use the gas to just run everywhere anymore. The gas is too expensive. So yep. you're, what you're seeing and what we've seen, Stuart, for some time is the degradation and the diminishing of the police forces of this nation, which means, because I was one, which means 
for the American people that think in, in all of these scenarios that we're about to begin to experience, you can pick up the phone and dial 911, the odds are your phone won't even be working. But if it is working, the odds are they're not coming. So for the American people to be so so much involved in a bubble, a bubble yes. with no police yes. in it, and they think that they're protected. Listen, Stuart, the American people right now, right this very minute, the protection of this nation and the American people is an illusion. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. Uh, you're going to be on your own. Uh, folks, you need to understand that. You're going to be on your own. You have to have some means of protecting yourself. I was just reading an article where even in the rural districts, crime is accelerating rapidly. Uh, so where people would once have thought, I don't have to even lock my doors, and probably thought correctly they didn't have to uh, at night, now are going to have to. And they're going to have to have some instruments of self-protection. And theoretically, that's guns. Why do you think Biden wants the guns? Well, it's all part of State Department 7277 and the disarmament of the American people. But it goes beyond that. It's so that the communists can do whatever they want to the American public that gave up their right of firearms and... Uh, so that the communists can come in and grab them, and they have no means of self-defense. And we have uh, uh, that coming up on the books. In fact, the Democrats just voted some of this draconian stuff in. Uh, they're going after the guns by any means possible, and one of the big means they're using is that uh, red flag laws where a police officer, if he decides to, can just say, well, you know, you're dangerous, and so therefore you can't have a firearm. Totally against the Constitution of the United States. The right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed. So red flag laws are treason. No question about it. Uh, Biden, Obama, and all these people behind him, that have been going after the guns are committing high treason. And they swear an oath to uphold the Constitution. And that includes the United States Supreme Court. They swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. Well, part of the Constitution is the Bill of Rights. Part of the Bill of Rights is you have a right to own guns, actually of any kind automatic, semi-automatic, or whatever, because it, the right is to maintain a free state. Well, if you're under a communist dictatorship, are you free? Were you free with COVID-19? Were you free with the masking? Were you free with social distancing? Were you free uh, to be locked up in your own home? Were you free? No, of course not. And so what the Supreme Court does is they go by precedent. Well, we have to be rational about the ownership of guns. We have to be reasonable. You don't need a machine gun 
to go hunting. Well, the the, uh, the Bill of Rights doesn't say anything about you have the right. That's an inherited right. Of course you have the right to go hunting. And if you want to, you should have the right to go hunting with a machine gun. I pity the poor animals that would be the victims of all that. But let's let's look at what it actually says. And so what they say is, well, it doesn't really mean what it says. And so they begin to infringe on that right. Why do they do it? Because systematically they are disarming the American people. At the same time, they are arming the communist Chinese war machine, the United Nations, their peacekeepers, and NATO. They're arming them while they disarm you because they want to kill you. They want to totally control you. That's why they're doing it. Did Jesus disarm Peter when Peter cut the ear off that guard? No. He just told him, put it back in your sheath and healed the the guy's ear. So he didn't disarm him. Why? Because... It was dangerous to walk from place to place back in those days. Very dangerous. There were thieves and criminals all over the place. Uh, We have thieves and criminals all over the place now. And I remember I went to New York on a trip, and I got invited to uh, a dinner with the uh, attorney general and his assistant. And I was talking to the assistant, and I asked him about the gun laws in New York, where they're taking away all the gun rights, by the way. And he said, I said, well, you know, what about self-defense? And he said, well, you have to go to the last room in your house, and if the criminal breaks in or criminals break in that door and you shoot and kill them, well, there's a good chance we're probably going to file charges against you. I couldn't believe my ears. You don't have the right of self-defense. That's what Biden is telling you all. You do not have the right of self-defense. They carry guns. They have armed guards, but you can't. Schumer's another one of these criminals. He has armed guards, and he himself has firearms, I was told. You can't. You can't. Why do the people bow down and kiss the black boots of these tyrants? The only answer I can ever come up with is the mystery of iniquity in the Bible. They're telling you you cannot uh, have the right of self-defense. Well, it's insane. Just as the Bible says in Deuteronomy, I will smite you, Babylon the Great, and any nation actually, uh, with madness, with insanity. And that's what we're watching. Total insanity. Everything. And now Pfizer, for example, going after babies. And it's going to be rubber stamped. They want to kill the babies. And the American people are sitting there twiddling their thumbs. 
Oh, isn't that wonderful? I'm going to take my baby in. He's only four months old, but I'm going to take him in, and I'll have him get the jab because I'm so scared of this COVID and this and this monkeypox. So I'm going to have my baby killed by a jab. This is the point of insanity. This is what has happened to the American people. It's just a fulfillment of prophecy. That's all it is. And the taking of the guns, probably another fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Because we have a Supreme Court that has been infringing upon the right to own firearms in the United States for years and years and years with, like I said, we have to be reasonable. We have to be rational. It's not rational that you should have an automatic weapon. To maintain a free state, we should have everything the military has. That's what it's for. The right to bear arms is to have the same weapons your standing military has because if they turn on the American people, you would have the right then to defend yourself. So they try to strip you of that right. That's what they're doing because they don't want you to be able to defend yourself. They want to be able to walk in and kill you without any ramifications or any fight back. That's what all this is about. The United States of America is the head of the snake. Where do you think the U.N. is? And why is it here? We were warned about the U.N. long, long time ago that it should never have been allowed here in the United States. It's a snake in the grass. It's a Trojan horse. They are the ones behind the disarming of the American people. All you got to do is read State Department 7277, and it's all laid out for you. Anyway, end of rant. <laughs> what do you think, Larry? Oh, I, I agree with everything, and it's odd you brought up uh, Barack Obama again with uh, Biden and all of those others, but for the people that don't understand that in the background Barack Obama is heavily involved pulling all of Biden's strings right and left, and in the, he's, the, he's the invisible person in the back of the room pulling the strings to cause all these things. So it's, it's not odd that we opened with Barack Obama, and here we are in the, later in the show. We're still talking about him, but I think he's a main figure. But I was going to mention uh, one other thing, too, is the fact that, uh, oddly enough, a lot of the militaries are in the background talking, and it seems like there's a great purge of the the patriotic, the Christians, the yeah. Jews, uh, all of the the conservatives. If you fit any of those categories, you're being purged out of our military. So why does people think that with the worst of the worst winding up our military, they're not going to turn on the American people? Of course they will. And even though... Uh, Liberty's Last Stand is a fiction novel with Barry Satoro in it. Yeah. But the, the ramifications and the, the dots you can connect are just humongous. I mean, it's, it's beyond the pale. And isn't it odd that Stephen Koontz, I, I only saw that book, Liberty's Last Stand, advertised one time on Lou Dobbs' show. Now Lou Dobbs doesn't even have a show. 
They threw yep. him out of Fox. Stephen Kuntz had to go into hiding till Barack Obama was out of office. Stuart, I don't know why the people can't connect these things. Uh, they're unable. They're unable. They flat out are. It's part of the insanity uh, routine that the Lord says, I will smite you. It's the Lord doing it. It's a curse. In Deuteronomy 28, after after verse 15, is all about the curses, and we've inherited almost all of them. And the last of the curses is, I will destroy you. You will not even exist at the end of all these curses. And the curses are all coming true, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> switching over to war, Beijing will not hesitate to start a war if Taiwan declares independence, China's defense minister warned his U.S. counterpart on Friday. Um, this is going to lead, I believe, to war everywhere. It's just going to break out all of a sudden. And uh, it's, it's the Armageddon script. And if people don't know what the Armageddon script is, I think if you type it right into Google and just type in Armageddon script, you'll get some articles on it. Uh, it's about war everywhere. We can't fight even probably one front. We're being lied to about the capability of our, uh, of our military. Remember, Barack Hussein Obama gutted the military, and he took Jesus Christ out of the military. You, can, you couldn't be a Christian in the military. You're being purged. And, of course, when you start to turn your back upon the one who gave you all the blessings, do you expect more blessings? I don't know why people would even think that way. We are inheriting the curses, and the curses are now showing up. Uh, people are going broke. Uh, I read an article where they have basically extended all their credit on credit cards. How are they going to pay that back? Uh, also, the uh, help that was given to renters and people who had mortgages, that's all stopped now. And so I hear, I've read articles where uh, the great uh, purging of renters and people who uh, had mortgages is starting to happen. They're being thrown out, they're being evicted, or they're being uh, um, terminated on their mortgages. Well, where are all these people going to go? Here's another one here for, for everybody. Hey, Stuart. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you asked where the, the questions. The question is not where are these people going to go. The question is who has already been ordained to replace them. And they're coming in by the thousands and the thousands and the thousands, and the border stays open. Stuart, they're replacing the American people right in their face. Oh, absolutely. And this is why Tucker Carlson, who's been talking about that, is under such fire. Of course it's replacement. <laughs> I don't know what the American people would think. And not only is it going to be replacement, the time is coming, like in Germany and other countries, where they threw people out of their apartments to make room for these immigrants. Now, how would you like to be approached by the sheriff department and say, you've got to leave your house because we have this family of 10 uh, immigrants. They, they need to have your house. Well, I guess I would 
say, okay, uh, just come and try and take it. Because at that point, you're at your last stand. Remember what the UN talks about in their agenda, 21, 30, 50. No private property is allowed. Klaus Schwab, what did he tell you? You will own nothing and be happy. Well, if you don't own your home, they can throw you out anytime they want in favor of illegals. Well, it's a dirty word. Well, it's true. They're breaking the law, and we're not doing anything about it. They are illegals. They should be rounded up and exported immediately. Not going to happen, of course. In a sane society, the borders would be closed. We are no longer a sane society. We are an insane society. Nobody does anything about Biden's open borders. They just won't do anything about it. They're not going to do anything about it because God is the one who's filling the United States of America with a fifth-column military operation. It's right there in the Bible. It's part of Bible prophecy. So you can blame God for it, not Biden. Why would God do that, such a thing? It's a curse. It's to bring down the United States. Why? Because the United States is filled with apostates. There's no repentance here. You can't even really talk about the Lord. You talk about the Bible to your neighbor and they roll their eyes. Boy, look at this person. He's one of them. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I am one of them. And I'm telling my neighbor, you're going to die in your sins. It's going to be horrific death. Maybe even starved to death. Why? Because you're an apostate. Because you have thrown the Bible out. You're saying it's just a book of mythology. Well, I haven't done that. I love the Lord. I go to church Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday. So, have you entered in? Jesus Christ said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Well, the church says, no, we don't have to do that. That's insane. I had people tell me, uh, we don't have to do that. I got an email just the other day from someone. We don't have to do that. Jesus said you did. Nothing to me if you don't want to. I don't care. It's a free country. You can believe in anything you want. You can believe your dog is God. If that's what you want to believe, you can bow down and worship your puppy dog. You can believe anything you want. That's the problem with believing. Because you can have faith and believe that Mother Matilda or your Aunt Matilda is God. And you will have people come to watch her materialize. Just send a, set a date and say, well, my, this, this lady appeared and she said she'd be back. At such and such a date, you would have thousands of people come to see. They'll do that, but they will not do what Jesus Christ ordered them to do. And when you have that situation, you're going to go into horrific, horrific, uh, how do I say, retribution on the part of the Lord. It's kind of like with Donald Trump, and and now they'll soon return if they actually do it. 
How do you think Jesus Christ actually feels when you want Donald Trump to fix everything here, but you won't ask Jesus Christ and you won't repent and do what he said? How do you think that makes Jesus Christ feel? Israel did the same thing. We want a king. Well, they got one, didn't they? Same thing here. Anyway, Homeland Security. Well, tells I, yeah. Us, let me let yeah. me add. Yeah, yeah let me add something. I wanted to add <laughs> on to what you're talking about there. Uh, one of the things that's very very interesting, Stuart. Uh, if you'll remember, you mentioned earlier that time of repentance came and went in the four years of grace that we were given with Donald Trump as president. Absolutely. However, yeah, however, uh, what was happening during that time frame also was, uh, remember I talked about that uh, spirit of apathy that was in mm-hmm. the land? So basically most of the people didn't care anyway, either way it went. But the other ones, uh, I think that they were in unbelief. In other words, uh, you know, some people didn't care what happened, and the rest of them wouldn't believe where we were and that there was even a need for repentance, Stuart. They didn't believe there was a need for it. And they basically rejected God even during those four years of opportunity. But on the other hand, uh, what I was going to mention is the, is the fact that uh, in that rejection, it just suddenly thrust us because of the 2020 election. And I guess in the long run, it don't matter how it came out. Whether they stole it or not doesn't seem to even matter. As a matter of fact, right now, if you try to find out, you can't even find out the truth anymore. Even though they proved it, you can't find it out because there's nothing going to happen. We're, it's like we've been thrust into a judgment that is just unbelievable in this nation. And, and one of the things I wanted to point out was I recently saw prophecies from somebody that really struck true to my ear, and, and that was... Remember when Trump came in, how that the preachers, they all surrounded him, certain preachers, and they, yep. remember you, every once in a while you'd see them praying over him? You'd see them praying over him good words and prayers and psalms and prophecies and, and good prophecies all over the Internet about Donald Trump and his eight years, and you would hear all that kind of stuff. But I never saw one that, where, where they were filming it where – there was anybody stood up in the name of the Lord and rebuked Donald Trump for his stupidity that he was operating in with working in the swamp like he was working in the swamp. And, and the stupidity of, of replacing one swamp rat or swamp fox with another one, just like it or worse. And so, Stuart, with that going on, then uh, I, I, this prophecy I saw, it said that the people – the people literally begin to idolize Donald Trump. Remember, everybody was saying, he's going to fix it. He's going yes. to drain the swamp. He's going to fix Washington, D.C. He's going to save America. Well, guess what? I think at 2020, God showed us no Eden. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, with Israel, it's kind of interesting because he did do a lot of the things that Cyrus did. And he, maybe he come back to uh, finish it. But I'm not, I'm not sure if we're even going to have an election. Here's, a, here's something that's interesting. Homeland Security tells us, citizens of the United States, to brace for mass casualty violence. Now, look at this. This is Homeland Security. 
telling us to brace for mass casualty violence as the U.S. enters a summer of extreme chaos and the National Guard activation, uh, they're on the ready now. They're on the ready to go. All right, what are we being told? We're being told they are going to engineer huge rebellions, burnings, just like Antifa, just like Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. So they're telling you. This is what they're saying, just like our leaders are telling you, we are going to have a third world war, and it will be nuclear. They're telling you that. That's what all the world leaders are now saying. Even the NATO, well, you know, we've got to prepare for, for this idiot that's running Russia. This Vladimir Putin is off his rocker. And he's going to use nukes. Well, who's provoking him to use those nukes? The very ones that are accusing him of being unbalanced. The whole world, you have to understand something about this. Jesus Christ's offer was a global offer. It has been globally refused. Instead of entering in, We have developed, I don't know how many million different religions that are on the face of the earth, or how many philosophies are on the face of the earth, or how many whatever idols that people follow, but they will not enter in. And that was a global offer. And Jesus also said, if you won't, you're a a fool. And so we're going to watch the entire globe go down during seven, uh, during Daniel's 70th week. It's, it's not just Israel. The whole world is going to go down. Why? Because they have refused what Jesus told them to do. They would say, they, we, we don't have to do that. We won't do that. And so they invent a religion, and they flock to that. Like I was saying, Mother Matilda or whatever you want to call her. You could convince a thousand people to come and watch. Because they won't do what they're told. They're looking for signs elsewhere. Anyway, it seems odd to me. What do you think, Larry? Homeland Security telling us mass casualty violence? How would you, as an officer of the law, think about that? Let's say you're still active. Well, let's say if I was still active, I would be working up conspiracy cases against Homeland Security. Because the reason is dot after dot after dot being connected over the last 10 or 12 or 15 years, they have literally engineered every single event that we've gone through. And I don't know how many you have to go through before you figure out really who's doing it. (laughs) I I shouldn't laugh, but it's so, when you see such stupidity and such blindness, I don't know what to say to people. I mean, it's not that we, our listeners probably know exactly what's going on. And they are preparing themselves. But I'm talking about the, the USA citizen at large. They'd be blindsided by that. Here's another headline kind of interesting. One world government works to consolidate global domination at lightning speed. Uh, expect more bioterror attacks upon the world as their population control programs are kicked 
into overdrive. That's kind of an interesting statement. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think basically, Stuart, connecting a few dots, you would realize, or people should realize, the, hum- the, <clears throat> the human race is now in a, I guess you could say, uh, a season of death. Yes. It's almost like they're lemmings running for the cliff. And here's another headline that's changing subjects again. Bad news for the 2022 hurricane season. The loop current, a fueler of monster storms, is looking a lot like it did in 2005, the year of Katrina. Uh, Earth changes are happening everywhere. And Europe just went through a huge storm that covered I don't know how many states, dumped uh, uh, hail like it was snow. And uh, this is just part of it. And, yes, yeah, Stuart, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I was going to mention here, and we can have a paranormal show one of these days, but I wanted to mention this because I, I saw a video today um, from L.A. Marzulli, and it's called An Unwanted Visitor, An Encounter with a Fallen Angel. And, and oddly enough, uh, I, list, there's, I, I don't watch many videos that I watch all the way through. For one, I don't have the time. I'm, my, my time is so limited. But I did watch this one. <clears throat> and at a time we're worried about nuclear war, uh, open borders, uh, storms, you know, all these other things, this one woman actually came on with Ellie uh, Marzulli and proceeded to explain how that some dark visitor had came to her house and how that that dark visitor literally was so powerful in his being that he took over her body, he levitated her six foot in the air and began to draw her to him, and he reached inside her, and I'm just, I'm telling like it is, he reached inside her and grabbed her soul and began to pull her soul out of her along with pulling her forward to him, and she struggled with all she could struggle. Absolutely, all she could struggle. And and at that point, she knew she was done. She was finished. She had tried to call on the name of Jesus. She couldn't talk. She couldn't speak. She couldn't utter a sound. And then the very last moment before she already decided, I'm out, I, I can't do it, I'm gone, I'm done, I'm dead, blah, 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 she said, Jesus, in the very weakest Jesus she could ever emit from her mouth, and she said something like lightning lit up that whole surrounding of her home there, and suddenly it was back as it was. That thing was gone. Now, Stuart, people, I I think sometimes we get so caught up on the, the worldliness and the things around us in the world, there are bigger monsters out there. Oh, yes. Yep, and people are, are uh, they do, Jesus has the power. He gives it to us. It's just that most people don't ever exercise it. Uh, it's too bad that they don't, because you do have that power. Anyway, to, we're about ready to close. Pfizer's own documents admit that mRNA vaccines will result, will result, and mass depopulation, folks. 
That's right out of Pfizer documents. We'll get into it on the next show, whenever that is, and the Lord willing. Remember, we're coming up on some very strange times. Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Heads up. Uh, We have no idea what's coming down the pike next. And uh, just stay with the Lord. Anyway, good night, folks. Take care.